HD Smartcast. You are listening to an HD Smartcast original. We are no longer just obsessing over making money anymore. Innovation, creativity, empathy, and inclusivity are some of the words we come across in the corporate world today. But who are these people who are responsible for such a drastic change? And how did they come to such life-altering conclusions? Let's find out on HD Smartcast Leadership Lessons. I'm your host Swati, and I'll be talking to the best thought leaders, CEOs, and top managers to understand. And I must be honest here: to understand for myself first how they build their teams, companies, solutions, and themselves. Like me, if you too wish to nurture the hidden leader in yourself, tune into this HD Smartcast original. Hello. In this episode, we have with us Sujay Vasudevan, Vice President, Cyber and Intelligence Solutions, South Asia at Mastercard. He'll be talking to us about the dual battle of securing the digital economy. This episode is a part of an ongoing Mastercard series on HT Smartcast Leadership Lessons. Hi, Sujay. How are you doing? Hi Swati, doing great and uh, wonderful being here. Thank you so much. Uh, in the last few episodes, we've been talking about Mastercard uh, being there in the digital payments and how digital payments and banking today becoming a big word. So, banking and payments are becoming the core areas that have really taken a major uptick in the digital offerings in the post-COVID world. But obviously, when a lot of changes come, gets itself with the big problems. So what do you think are the top concerns that consumers have while really making the digital payments? Oh well thanks Satyajit that's a wonderful question. I think one of the things that the pandemic has really changed for us is the you know the growth in digital. Uh mm-hmm. a lot of this growth has been you know people probably like you and me who have been comfortable with payments, comfortable doing e-commerce payments um and you know right now even ordering groceries and everything online. Uh, mm-hmm. but a lot of that also has been consumers who were never who were new to digital who were first time uh, doing e-commerce first time ordering anything online right yeah and i guess uh, a lot of it from the tier 2 is what i have been hearing in the past few conversations it could be tier 2 it could be my parents it could be uh, you know yes. someone who's just got a card so it, it's just a lot uh, and mm-hmm. that's important right um and the, the the knowledge or or the comfort level is not yet really set in and suddenly you're doing payment remotely it's like you're giving loans to someone who you're talk to on the phone right it's it's that yes. uh, that mm. so that comfort is something which is uh, which is just about you know had to set in uh, mm-hmm. but at the same time uh, a lot of you know fraudsters took the opportunity to really you know take this anxiety levels and and create situations where they were started to defraud uh, a lot of consumers so i think um, both those you know it, uh, it's a recipe which was created a lot of panic Mm-hmm. um and and you know recent surveys which we did uh, kind of showed that almost half of indian consumers were worried about frauds uh, while making digital transactions whereas in fact fraud in digital transactions you know are are you know very low basis points it's like uh, just a fraction of a percentage so um the fear is seems to be a far 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 greater than what the reality is um but yes there is uh, there is some inherent fear yeah. which is there Now yes there are technologies to address that that's how mm-hmm. the fraud is being controlled um but i think there is a lot of work on education which which is being done and can uh, be done a little more 
as you rightly said i mean whenever people are getting onto digital payments they're really scared to use it the first time is even for that matter i know a lot of people who've been uh, doing it for a long time but every time they do the payment there's a bit of anxiety i'm sure you know when this all comes in we would like to really tell people and educate them what are the different precautionary steps that they should really take as a consumer to avoid any of the cyber intruders or the frauds that you've been talking about yeah so um see any payment which works on something what we call as your ability to pay money and the fact that it is you who's trying to do the money uh, mm. trying to transfer the funds right yeah. now that could be uh, something which is uh, very active so you walk into a branch somebody is able to look at your id somebody is able to check your signatures uh, mm. in that digital space that kind of slightly disappears yeah. now there is some information which is available which could be you know things like is swati uh, coming in from the same device as before um is she kind of making a payment to someone she's made payment to before no those mm-hmm. kind of um information which is available to do that uh, but a significant part of it also depends on swati is like when i'm myself as as when i when i need to look at that payment as as a person host or as an app uh, mm-hmm. we would always try and get some more information not really challenge you uh through either an otp or for asking you a question or for certain information right mm-hmm. and the premise of that is obviously that information or that otp everything is available only to the real swati and not to anybody else so that's the kind of information which you as an uh, individual need to be extremely careful about right um you could have attacks what we call phishing attacks which mm-hmm. could be you know emails sent to you saying please share this information uh mm-hmm. you they could be fake websites uh there could be callers who are saying you know um i'm calling from your bank your card is getting um closed unless you give me an otp in the next 30 yeah. seconds so those kind of you know urgency traps are there those phishing attacks so end of the day uh, whenever you're transacting whenever you're sharing your information whenever you are um you know giving out uh, you should never give out otps to begin with but anytime you're giving or being asked to provide such information uh, be very very careful uh validate you giving it to the right person validate uh, that the call is actually coming from the genuine uh, source and i think you know a lot of times the responsibility also has a lot to do with the individual because you can't just blame the people you know who are uh giving you the opportunity to have digital payments trying to make your life easy but a lot of responsibility on being a responsible person using it and knowing the do's and don'ts is also important um this is an interesting one i think i completely agree with it where we saying that there should be a robust cyber security practices that should be there cyber security <clears throat> in india has been around uh, but i guess people have not been really uh, taking it up very seriously or maybe knowing a lot about it so my question to you sujay will be do you really believe it is high time for india to start investing in robust cyber security practices to be at par with the ever growing digital payment ecosystem um i think the simple answer to that is yes and it's not uh the work is already started um mm-hmm. is there some catching up to do yes because the cyber criminals are always ahead at any point in time now cyber security can have you know multiple levels to it it could be at a government level for which you looking at the entire infrastructure it could be an organizations level to say am i safe from from these mm-hmm. cyber criminals uh, mm-hmm. but one part which is really needs to take off is for even smaller entities the sme sectors uh, or maybe individuals who have some exposure to the internet uh, to really mm-hmm. look at what their cyber security posture is uh, because today there's a democratization of uh, cyber crime there are toolkits available for you know individuals uh, who are basically probably down the road 
Uh, hmm. who have this ability to really hack into systems yeah. uh, so from an individual person making sure you are using the right devices right uh, licensed software uh, making sure your you know network is patched all those things are very critical uh, even more so for an sme even more so for larger corporates and definitely uh, at a infrastructure and government level i think just listening to you i was just thinking about uh, how many new jobs will be generated when you will have a lot of cyber security practices happening because obviously uh, when so much is happening on the security i think uh, on the hindsight i know not really a part of this discussion just felt that you know somewhere a new industry in itself is getting developed when you get into digital payments and the whole cyber security yeah. technically there's a massive shortage it's a massive massive shortage yes. so we are also working on some of um, the industry bodies to see how we can really Um, you know, at least provide material. May not be Mastercard. Uh, you know, manpower doesn't become mm. a, a thing which we really can put in front. But in terms of what can we provide, we have acquired tools which are very useful uh, for this industry. So yeah, we are doing. So the Mastercard is one of the biggest player in the digital ecosystems and has always been the user's first choice. But uh, this is an era of new normal. Uh, life has been very different for people in the past 1.5 years. Is what really comes to my mind. The risk of cybercrime has also increased. Now, how is Mastercard coping up with this problem, and what are the different steps they've taken to make the payments secure for the consumers? So, uh, Mastercard has always been um, at the forefront of uh, making payments secure, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and while we talk about digital payments, what's really tough. change is just the front end the back end where how the money moves how the authorizations happen all of that is still the robust mastercard systems that have been in place uh, the fraud system the mitigations that have been in place for years mm-hmm. right um, what's really changed as i said is is really that the the way the consumer interacts with uh, the financial institution with the instrument of with which they are making the payment right mm-hmm. uh, that obviously has brought in some new challenges and you know where we have started uh, you know something which we saw a few years back and mastercard is a we have developed technologies on the mastercard platform to identify uh, potential fraud and issues on that uh, as part of the entire processing of uh, the transaction itself uh, but mm-hmm. b we have also invested in certain technologies uh, one of that comes to my mind is called new data uh, what mm-hmm. new data does is it passively looks at behavior so uh, it passively looks at behavior to see how is it that you interact with your device uh, are you interacting um, by holding it at a particular angle uh, are you interacting it by typing at you know 10 words per minute 20 words per minute uh, and and how is it that you move and and if you are interacting in a way that you normally do then it's hmm. not a red flag but suddenly we see someone coming into your account and trying to do a transaction whose behavior is completely different from what you're doing um that brings in red flags and that really makes a big difference in the way digital works uh because digital is technically remote in in a lot yeah. of ways right and and so that's this, one of the things we've done yeah i think this only uh, really reminds me of when we are actually using our phone we really uh, don't know everybody is watching us in most of the apps just by not not intentionally unintentionally you're just saying okay 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 for the permissions and you realize that you're being watched and you actually give me the like live example whatever keys and whatever transactions that I'm using somebody is watching so i got to be a little more yeah. aware of things yeah yeah but having said that i think i think you brought up a great point is is where's my privacy being protected in this right and that's yeah. that's a straightforward question so it's like saying i see someone who is um you know 5 foot 8 uh lean uh where's a dark coat coming into starbucks every day at 9 o'clock in the morning and ordering a hot coffee 
and I mo- I noticed that pattern. I do not know who that person is, what he does, mm. where he goes before, where he goes after. So I'm not carrying collecting anything private. I'm just looking at that pattern as what I see. Uh, and then tomorrow, if that person is instead of a five eight or mm. is is a five two, or if mm. a person orders, uh, you know, then that's a big uh, difference. But uh, if it's not a coffee and he orders a tea, that's a small difference. So mm. I think you know that's how we look at it without bringing any private information, without bringing any uh, personal information. We're able to kind of identify based on these um, characteristics uh, on on what that behavior and behavior changes. So just to make it a little more uh, clear for my consumers, so what he's really trying to say is he's saying that they're only capturing the data. in terms of the attributes. behavioral patterns attributes and he's not really capturing the personal data of uh, you as an individual and that is where uh, the difference has to be understood what is basically data privacy which we've also talked about in the earlier episodes uh, thanks for the clarity sujay with all this information adopting consumer centric approach is very important for every business because that's what drives it do you think consumer trust and cyber security goes hand in hand and if yes how moreover i would have another question for you uh adding to this would you really uh, say and actually believe in cross functional knowledge sharing is critical for creation of a safe and secure environment for digital payments uh, would love to hear your thoughts on this sujay i i think consumer trust is absolutely pivotal um it's very difficult to build your uh, base of you know 10000 100000 customers but it's very easy to lose them over night it could just take one instance uh, one incident even a fake news in today's world uh, to really drive people off your platform right and uh, so it it's very very important therefore to consider things not only cyber security privacy uh, confidentiality mm-hmm. um, all of this needs to come in specific on cyber security as i said a lot of organizations need to really take and especially the organizations who are for collecting who are interacting who are providing services to consumers mm-hmm. uh, really need to take cyber security uh, uh, at a at a level um, at, at more of a boardroom level and mm-hmm. what i mean by that is it needs to be a pivotal discussion uh, on whether you're doing something or not uh, mm-hmm. it cannot be something saying okay let's go do this and we'll figure out if something happens uh, and i think uh, cyber security has to become that critical that it is a boardroom priority it is something mm-hmm. that uh, is taken at that level um the other part on information sharing again it's 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 always great to share information and the reason mm. for that is you never know what's out there till you know um and and what happens with one industry what happens with one organization can happen with other organization or rather we can be fairly sure that if a fraudster has found success doing something in point a he mm. will go to point b and try the same thing yeah. so there are of course the ways of doing this there's a way that you know government does this there are industry mm-hmm. bodies who do this uh but uh if you are basically an impacted party and you just keep quiet about it you're not only mm-hmm. doing a disservice to yourself and yeah. but you're doing a disservice to the economy and and the um industry at a large by not sharing that information absolutely and i think it is just you know uh, in the old sayings we used to say don't reinvent the wheel so there's an information which is available use it to the best possible uh, effect That was interesting, Sujay. Knowing a lot about uh, the digital payments, cyber security, and a lot of technical stuff. Lastly, what are your views on the way forward for digital payments? So, what we've seen over the last, you know, eighteen months or so was was a real big shift from people, you know, using physical payments 
or cash uh, mm. to really increasing the digital payments. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's here to stay. People mm. have got more used to using, um, you know, working remotely, doing business conversations, etc., while not being face to face, and transferring funds uh, through their mobile devices rather than through any other means, right? Mm. And I think that's that's critical. Um, and the security which is there around it has been, you know, has paid catch up. Uh, but I think we we are much better off than what we were 18 months back. Uh, yeah. A lot of companies were forced into digitization. Uh, not all of them got it right on the first mm. uh, um, first shot. Um, some of them are still trying to bring it up, but you know, that's I guess is the story of the evolution. Right? So, Jay, interestingly, this forced evolution—something that you talked about—I completely agree. For a lot of people who never really picked up digital payments, they have picked up so seamlessly. that half of the things that you do in your life today are being governed by these digital payments so if i actually take my example uh, if i have to order food if i'm late from work i do it while i start moving from my office order it till the time it uh, i reach home the food is there similarly if you have to order grocery if you have to order any online product it's all there so the life has become really seamless so a lot of people like me would have adopted it now since we've been talking a lot about cyber security just to reinforce it with people what are the different things mastercard consumers can do uh, to be safe in the digital payment zone would you want to give some advices to them in general uh, any consumer using any payment product whether it's mastercard or otherwise uh, mm-hmm. i think uh, it's very important to understand that you know it is your money end of the day which is at risk um, and do trust anybody with your information Uh, with the same way you would trust anybody with your money so mm-hmm. if i'm giving my money to a bank i don't mind giving information to my bank but if somebody else who calls you and tells you you know uh, and asks you for money if you're not going to give him money uh, or her money uh, do not give him your information and i think that's the basic principle uh, which you should follow uh, is be extremely careful in in sharing any of your personal details any details about your bank any details about your card any details about uh your passwords otps mm. keep all of them as secure as you would keep your money in your wallet uh and just do not share them unless um it is through um you know legitimate means yes and i think this word of advice i would really say uh for the elderly in the house so whoever is listening to us as of now it's majorly the elderly that seen in the families also where they are the one who are prone to these things because they are not used to as much of digital payments so i think personally if i have to really educate somebody yes the generation millennial gen z are the ones who are consuming digital payments a lot and the confidence has grown but especially to these elderly i would say that these are the ones where you have to sit down and explain them these are all safe payments your money is not getting lost you just have to be sure of these one two three points that sujay just mentioned how you have to be safe about the cyber security thanks sujay for joining and do let us know where can my listeners reach out to mastercard for any set of questions they may have regarding data security cyber security anything that they have in mind thanks varthi thanks for having me here and it was great talking and sharing information uh, if you or your listeners have any questions please tweet us at mastercard india and we'll get back to you thank you for having me again that is it for now i hope this episode on hd smartcast leadership lessons will lead you into a better future if you have any questions or requests 
feel free to reach out to me at swati garg on linkedin to get featured on this podcast write to us at podcast@hindustantimes.com for the latest information on my podcast follow us on hd smartcast on facebook instagram twitter clubhouse youtube and linkedin to listen to much more such podcasts log on to hdsmartcast.com aur suno nayi nazariye se this was an hd smartcast original hd smartcast